Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the toast. Happy Monday. Sigh, gasp, eek. It's all right. It's all right. You want to know why? Why, Turdy Lou? Because we are on our way to Friday. At least we've, you know, gotten the ball rolling. We're on our way. Just like Mason Ramsey taught us. Yeah. No, it's a great Monday. I'm happy to be back with my girl, Claudia. We didn't really catch up that much this weekend. So no. I kind of like want to know what's going on with you. How's Turdy? What's new with Turdy? How's Theo? Theo's doing well. Um, Turdy's okay. What's wrong, Turdy? Well, Turdy, you know, had an incident. Oh, goodness me. Turdy, you know, has been talking a lot about how she wants to try physical therapy. She and has Turdy been. went. She I went on go. Friday after the show, and I so wish I went on Thursday just so I could have told this story on the podcast on Friday when it was fresh. But quite possibly the most humiliating thing happened to me at physical therapy. Like, I haven't recovered since Friday. I don't know how you could. Please tell them, Turdy, what happened to you. Well, it just started out where like the physical therapist was like a really handsome guy, which I just feel like is wrong. Um, like, I don't like it's just it, it's it's a power imbalance. You know, he was so handsome and it just I felt uncomfortable, to be honest. And the most embarrassing thing. So I get there and I'm like so excited because like I really and he was able to he asked me like a bunch of questions first sat me down and he was really able to diagnose me. I think I have a slip disc and it's something that like stretches and you know weekly sessions for a few weeks really should be able. It's very common. So it had nothing to do with my boobs. I thought like he was like no your boobs will really give you like upper back pain and I have like lower to middle back pain. Um, so I felt good. I was getting diagnosed and then he was like all right put the gown on. <laughs> And we'll do some stretches and like this machine. I was like, I was so excited. And he said, I was like, wow, a gown. I wasn't expecting that. He was like, just leave your bra on. I was like, damn, okay. And I was thinking, I'm like, there's no way he didn't also want me to leave my undies on. Like, I'm not going to be bare vagina on this table. Like, this is physical therapy, not like a spa. Even still at the spa, I keep my undies on. But like, not everyone does, you know? It is optional. It's optional. I was just like, he definitely meant... Like, just leave your undergarments on, not just my bra. Yeah, he just probably doesn't know how, like, women's things work. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something crazy. I'm going to leave my undies on because there's no way. There's no way. So I come back. He comes back in the room, and I'm in my gown with my bra and undies. And he's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. You could have left your pants on. <laughs> I was like, but you said just my bra. And I guess he meant like, we're doing my back. So like, why right. would my bottoms be even? And I should have like thought that way, but I was just listening. Like I was following the rules and I was like, 
oh, I could have left my pants on. Thank God I didn't take my underwear off. <laughs> and he was like, do you want me to leave so you can put your pants back on? I was like, please, like, thank you. And the, the session went on without a hitch, but like my, my dignity was just destroyed. Stripped from you, Stripped. much like your pants. And he did a really good job of not making me feel weird, but like I'm so like, I'm already like a self-aware person. Um, and this was just like my first time meeting. And honestly, it was it was humiliating. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even offer you words of support. That's like an unburden yourself that I, I'm doing here on this Monday. That we just kind of have to sit with. I know. And there's no unning this burden. Um, I can't even make you feel better because it's such a crazy story. Stop. No, I know. It's so bad. <laughs> Like, it was humiliating. Um, and I really I, I really did try to not let it, like, mar my whole experience. Is that the right word? Mar? Yeah. Because it was so fabulous, you know? I got a diagnosis, which made me feel so good. I got a sickening massage. And I got stretches, and I've been doing them at home every day. I have to do them today. I've been really good. Like, I am committed to fixing my back problem. And it was such a... It was a gorgeous place, and it was a wonderful experience. But I am blinded by... You could leave your pants on. <laughs> I felt like a predator. predator. Like, yeah, you're yeah. like Pee Wee Herman at the movies. Yeah, it's like, put your pants on. Oh my God, it was, <laughs> it was humiliating. It was, it was horrible. And he really, he really was such a nice guy and he didn't make me feel bad. And then he was like, I hope you like country music because that's what we play. And I was like, oh, I was like, this, this is such a great experience. I wish I didn't ruin it. Yeah, but it's okay. We're going to get through it. This is part of it's, life. It's just important to, for everyone to know, like, before you judge me, like, this is my first time ever doing physical therapy. I was shocked to even see a gown. Yeah, you've only ever put a gown on, like, at the doctor where it's a full body right. thing. Like, when you see a gown, you take your clothes off. Right, because, like, I really, I could have just laid there in my bra and pants, no? Bra and pants. Like, I don't know if I needed a gown. Whatever, what? it was just. <laughs> no, but he's like, that's how private he was. No, that's how courteous this man was. Such a gentleman. And instead we had Tertius taking her pants off. Yeah, I'm, I am going back tomorrow. And I do think I'm going to say, sir, <laughs> you are far too handsome to be my physical therapist. Give me the ugliest guy you got. No, because there won't be anyone who can work with you. And you're stuck with the guy who you took your pants off for. And now you're calling him far too handsome. I know. I'm afraid the he's going to hear this. predator strikes again. <laughs> I feel I'm afraid he's going to hear this. Um, no, I, I think I need to go with a lady. I think I'd, mm. but you know what? Like me and me and this guy, like we made really great progress. Like I am going to stick with it. And you know what? I've already on the first day embarrassed myself to the nth degree. Like yeah, how much worse could it really your get? History. I think it's fine. It's fine. Just stop like talking about people's looks and stop taking your clothes off unless expressly directed. So you want me to stop being me? No, be taking your clothes off is not a part of no, it was so uncharacteristic. But I was really, I was like, you know what? I've never done physical therapy. This is how they do it. I'm going to dive in and really give it my all. When in and Rome. I gave, I gave a little too much of my all. It's okay. And I was wearing these like ugly, under, like it was just, it was bad. Do you see your underwear? Yes. Full coverage? I mean, do you know me? It was a little too full coverage. It was like a blanket. That's good. That's good. Yeah. They were like high-waisted black granny panties. You didn't moon him. I didn't moon him. Oh, no. Imagine if I was wearing like a G-string. Like, hey, boys. Yeah. So that happened to be on Friday. And like my whole weekend was just kind of a blur of humiliation. I 
couldn't stop thinking about it. Ben was out of town though, so I really needed to busy myself because if I had just like stewed on that and been alone, it would have been horrible. So I made myself busy. I saw my friends. I had a nice weekend, you know, went out on Friday and Saturday night. She's a social girl. She has, she makes social calls. What'd you do? Dinner. I went out to dinner. Yeah, I went to Carbone, your favorite, on Friday. Just like a low-key dinner, you know. Um, and then I went out on Saturday to Boom Boom Room, which I haven't been to in forever. Just, you know, saw the sights. And I got home late. Oh, I fell. I fell. But you know what? It wasn't like an embarrassing fall. You know, a f the fall is really what started our entire Unburden Yourself segment. I fell in front of Mary-Kate and Ashley. Oh, actually, I don't know which one it was. It was just one. I think Mary-Kate. Uh, so if you have been here for a while, you know that that's what started, you know, the Monday unburdening segment. Um, and I fell again on Saturday night, but it wasn't humiliating because I was with Taylor and Taylor and like, I can't embarrass myself in front of them, yeah. like their family. Like yeah. I wasn't embarrassed in the slightest. And this stranger on the street helped me up and he was actually really nice. And I wasn't humiliated. Like I can't explain it. There was nothing about, like I genuinely fell. It wasn't like I was so drunk. Like I tripped, I was wearing big shoes. Like things happen. I fell. I'm a human. Shoot me. For sure. And I'm not worried about you being humiliated or anything. But like I, I'm worried about your health if you keep falling. Like you're going to hurt yourself. I know. But like, do you see the shoes I wear? I wear the biggest tallest platforms and I'm this tiny little girl who like has so no tiny. upper body strength I have no strength anywhere like well, that's I why you're doing physical therapy so right you can I'm building out for your heels a hundred percent but like I have no core so I don't have like that the core is what keeps you centered yeah my core is jelly yeah so it's no wonder I'm tripping all over this town be careful Turney Lou I know and I did like I hit the deck like I went like hands knees down on the concrete but I didn't hurt myself or my ego like I can't explain how some falls are just different no I understand I'm not embarrassed for you I'm just like now like you're Good. falling a lot yeah no I have no center of gravity I love to have cocktails and I wear big shoes I think that's a recipe for disaster. Agreed. And so far, you've been blessed that you haven't, you know, hobbled into the toast on crutches on a Monday morning. No, on a Monday morning, I'm going to come in with a boot. It's in my future. I know it. I'm so reckless. I don't like look before I cross the street. There's curbs. And we're in the city. Bumpity, bumpity. And I was bumpity, in the West Village. Bumpity. Those roads haven't been paved since the early 20s. Yeah. So I'm merely a victim of circumstance, honestly. It's a lot of things. Yeah. Including your own choices. Jesus, you're such a teacher sometimes. Like, <laughs> I don't think teachers go that hard. No, they should. The kids they need it. They should, but like, that's really for the parents to do. Yeah, no, you're such a parent. I was actually thinking this morning while I was listening to Luke Combs' new album. <gasps> Which I'm obsessed beyond. Which is called Getting Older, right? Yeah. And it's like a part of this dual album, really. Growing Up is the first part, and this is Getting Older. There's a song, Growing Up and Getting Older. And for me, like, Growing Up was such an album that really spoke to me. Mm -hmm. And I realized, like, of these two albums, like, I am growing up and you are getting older. Because there's a lot of songs about, like, parenthood. Yes. Um, and for, for the first part of, it feels like Luke wrote the song when he was, like, thinking about having kids, the first album. And then the second album was, like, once he had the kids, you know? Yeah. No, I really, really relate to this album. There's a couple songs that just speak right to my heart. It's such a good album. His last album was so good, too. And, like, so good. I still wasn't done listening to it. But for me, I'm loving this. I, be, yeah, I was listening too. to it all week. And I actually think I'm going to get in the car today and just sit in the driveway and listen to it some more. Do you think that like, you agree with my call that like we are the two sides of this album? Yes, I do. Or, like Luke probably like wrote it like, with why, us in mind. When you were, I posted that song, Take Me With You. 
take you with me to my story because it was like my favorite and most emotional song. And then you were like, oh my God, yeah, made me cry not to put you on the spot. Um, it did. And then I was thinking like- oh, I'm not ashamed of my emotions. I was like, oh, oh, oh what part of this made Turdy Lou cry? Because I'm like, I know why I'm crying. Because we're taking Rolled everywhere oh, with okay. us. It was for Rolled. Okay, because I didn't know if it was like- Duh. If, I was like, is she relating to it like as the kid part of it is like- you know, no, I actually didn't relate to that part. Like when I was a kid, I didn't really want to go places with my parents. I was like, let me go, bitch. Like, let me be on my own. I'm an adult. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't re like I relate to the parent part of that song where it's like, I, I just want to take you with me everywhere. No, I that's go. us. Like, we're always thinking, like, how can we take Harry with us? Yeah. We're not doing anything if we can't take him. No. Yeah. Like Harry, like whatever we plan, something like Harry coming, like, first of all, increases the budget, you know? <laughs> It increases like the time. It increases everything. Like, yeah. But we're all constantly like, how can we accommodate? Yeah. Like, or but it's just like, how could we be somewhere without him? Like, why would we there? Is it worth it? Yeah. No. No. So I'm loving this album. It's a masterpiece. And I also listened a lot to Morgan Wallen's new album. We have a lot of new music and we have a new music story, Kelly Clarkson. So we're just kind of, it's that time of year where everyone's gearing up for summer. So like the releases are starting because like everybody wants to have like the song or the album of the summer. Um, and that takes a while. Summer. So this is summer, 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 summer. Um, so it's that time of year where we're getting really good music and we're just, I'm loving it. Yeah, me too. I'm a little overwhelmed, but now that I have a car, I have a wonderful vessel in which to listen to all this new music. So I'm feeling less whelmed. Less whelmed. That's good. I'm glad the Tesla is underwhelming you. Yeah, no, it's been good. Tesla makes it so easy to listen on Spotify. Except I didn't realize mm -hmm. I have to pay for a premium subscription to my Tesla. It's like $10 a month if I want Spotify right there on my screen. In addition okay, to other like things, nuts. not just for Spotify. It's like a million things. Karaoke. You know, there's ca ca car karaoke in the Tesla. Okay. That does sound like something that should be like an additional bonus, but Spotify is like a basic human right. I know. Well, I can listen. You can listen to the radio. You could try well, Sears. Could you plug in like your phone and then for free? There's like no plugs. I, I don't know how to plug in my phone. This car is turned. I also have not been to Florida to see your Tesla. I am coming this week. Oh, PSA. I'm coming to Florida Thursday. Um, there is no show Friday. Jackie and I have like a business, business thing. woman things. We're we a like couple a business of business woman women. So there's no show Friday. Apologies. And then I haven't made my plans yet, but I hope to still be in Florida by Monday so we could just do the show together. Together. Harmoniously. Uh, I'm feeling like it might be acrimoniously. Why do you feel such a way, Turdy Lou? I don't know. I'm just feeling like that might be the, the vibe. Sounds like you want it to be the vibe. Yeah. I mean, a little drama, a little fight never hurt. Nobody. I mean, people are always hurt. asking. It does hurt. Okay. I wanted to share this now that enough time has passed. People are always asking, like, how do you and Jackie do the show? Like, if you're, like, sisters and you're fighting, like, what is what happens to the show? And we really, like, don't fight as sisters or as business partners. But, like, what was it? Last week? Maybe Two the week weeks before ago. last? During the show, like Jackie and I, like maybe like we just like woke up on the wrong side of the bed. We were we were just like talking about a story. It was like the Law Roach story. And we just like started fighting in the story. Yeah. No, it was like neither of us would back down. From the point. From the point. And that we couldn't pivot out of it. No. And like I, I definitely ended up being wrong. But like you would not let it go. I didn't realize I was being that way. Like. So we fought literally on the show. versus impact. Like Impact. Of course. What I was like, saying, no, I didn't realize I was like harming you you were just like like dog with a bone that's what I had said during the fight and so we literally fought on the show 
we cut it out obviously <laughs> and then we continued to do the show and like for the first maybe minute it was weird only if you knew like maybe you would even notice it um but then by the time the show was over like we ended up with such a great it was show we so were so funny, funny. It really healed us. We didn't even really talk about it. We were both like, sorry, move on. So that's the only, like, honestly, memory I can think of in the last maybe three years where people have asked, like, what if you and Jackie fight? And I don't have a point of reference. Now I do. Yeah. We just got, like, stuck in the mud on that. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it was. We were just, like, digging on this stupid fucking story. We got stuck. We got stuck. It happens to the best creatives. But then the toast healed us. As the toast does. Because by the end of the show, I mean, I think I speak for both of us. Like, I didn't even care anymore. Like, it was like, whatever. The show, that was over. The show was great. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it wasn't a fight worth continuing. It's not like either one of us felt so hurt we needed to talk about it. No. 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 And now we can talk about it. And now we've said it. And now we have. So that's a little toast fun fact for you. A little BTS. Yeah. It was an acrimonious day. Twas that turned harmonious. Harmonious. Because the toast is a harmonizing brand. Just like me when I listen to Luke Combs. Not true, but sure. Turdy, just wait till you're in the car with me. Like, I'm hitting these notes. Luke is crying. Jackie is singing because Luke Combs has a low voice and you have a high voice. Jackie is singing the same note, but in a higher octave. And she thinks that is a harmony. Luke and I harmonize. I'm not getting into this again. I'm not getting into this again. Like... No, like we were driving all weekend listening to Luke Combs and like I was in the, I actually drove a lot this weekend considering Zach was in the car with me. There was only one outing where he drove and like your girl was just like hitting these notes, harmonizing. Let me, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. When you and Zach are going out somewhere together, do you take your mom car, you know, your Harry safe Kia or do you take your Tesla? So they're both mom cars really. And, th- and yeah, but like one of them is an SUV. No, no, no. They both are. They're the same oh. size. So it's oh. like. We kind of need to switch one of them, which isn't going to yeah, happen. You need to get like a convertible. Or a one car that's really big. Because kind of both of ours are like, if we have guests or something, it's a little small for... Um, Midsize. Yeah. So... Does your back row of Tesla have captain seats or three seats? Three. So that's Got it. Good. And then is there a back back row? No. Okay. But Zach's has captain seats and a back back row. So right. they're both kind of can seat the same amount of people. Just depends no. on the vibe. No, that other car, Zach's car, is like the mom's SUV. Not the way Zach, Zach is like, a, that's his mobile office. He's got literally like uh, desktop computers in there. No, like, he has a folding table in there. He has a fridge. He's literally, he could live out of the car. Yeah. No, you'll, first of all, I think you have the wrong impression of Tesla that it's I do. a car. If, if, when we were in Lauren Elizabeth's Tesla in, in LA, is it the same one? I don't remember what kind she had. Okay. I have to see it. Yeah. And I can't wait to drive it. I know. You have to see it. I'm excited for you to drive it. But most of the time when we, in the last few weeks, like when we're doing a family outing, we take the Tesla just because it's more fun. But Zach will drive it sometimes too. But yesterday okay. we took the Kia. We needed the extra seat. Um, just depends really. Got it. Yeah. Bryce is comfortable no. in both vehicles. He makes himself at home. Low key, like having a baby is like low key annoying with the cars. Like that car seat is fucking huge. Yeah. And then... In one, and like nobody wants to sit in the middle seat next to the car seat. The car seat's like on your lap for sure. But you get to like play with Harry. Of course, the whole time, so. of course, of course. But then there's also like the car seat. Um, what's it called? The in, if you if it's your permanent car, you install like a car seat base, right? And that way the car seat just clicks in. It's great. But that but then that makes that seat unusable even when there's no baby forever. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like ugh, these kids. My God, they just need to learn how to drive already. No, no. Get their own car. That's my job. 
Oh, that's true. You did just learn how to drive. Yeah. So it's been a fun adventure. Um, that's great. And you know what else is great? The wealth of stories we have. I mean, after the show on Friday, you know, Reese Witherspoon, strategic queen dropping in on Friday afternoon, like divorce. Then there was Selena's new man. Like actually a lot came out. We have a lot to discuss. We do. And, and I'm ready. We should. We could. Yeah. We will. Deliver I think we will. Yeah. The fast five stories that you need to know. And today's episode is brought to you by Jacqueline's favorite brand, Babbel. One of the most exciting things about the new year is that you have no idea what adventures are in store for you. From new travel experiences to new jobs or picking up new skills, there's no better way to prepare for 2023 than by learning a new language with Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. And thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can feel confident no matter where the new year takes you. So I think a great reason to learn a new language is if you have a trip coming up, because really, you really don't need that reason, but like it's the impetus to get you started. But learning a new language is such a great way to like train your brain as an adult, like pick up a new hobby and Babbel makes it so easy. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson. So you can start having real life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Other language learning apps use AI for their lessons, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts and voiced by real native speakers, not computers. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective, and they and they have 14 different languages that you can choose from. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition th- technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. So not everyone, they're not going to know you're a tourist. You're going to be so authentic. They're going to be like, oh, where are you from? America. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to the lessons, you can add access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash toast. It comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. That's babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash toast for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. Today's episode is also brought to you by Perfect Bar. Looking for a protein bar that actually tastes good? Well, look no further than Perfect Bar. With their lineup of fresh-from-the-fridge protein bars, Perfect Bar is exactly what you've been looking for. No chalky artificial aftertaste here. Made with freshly ground nut butter, organic honey, and 20 organic superfoods, Perfect Bar has a variety of products like protein bars, little snack size bars that are also good and good for you. You're sure to find something you love. My favorite is the dark chocolate chip peanut butter because why Perfect Bar is so fabulous is that they're kept in the fridge because they're made with real real ingredients. So that means when you pull it out of the out of the fridge, that dark chocolate is going to be nice and crunchy. It's going to be a little hard. Then the inside is like a doughy texture. It's a real nice. And they add, you know, a little sea salt, you know, little little taste. It's nice. They also um, have a new snack size that is packed with six grams of protein and 150 calories. So a little goes a long way. Throw it in your purse at the beginning of the day, midday pickup, you know, late lunch crash, Throw that perfect bar in your mouth. You'll be set. They're made with whole food ingredients. That means no artificial preservatives, and that's why they're stored in the fridge. So grab one after a workout or for a quick bite while you're out shopping and feel good about what you're snacking about. If you aren't convinced already, they're also non-GMO project verified, gluten-free, soy-free, low GI, and kosher to all of our Jewish queens. Perfect Bar knows that it'll be love at first bite, so for a limited time, they're offering you a chance to try their refrigerated protein bars for free. So sign up for email or text, upload a picture of your receipt from your local grocery store, and they will reimburse you for the cost of one bar directly into your Venmo or PayPal account. All you have to do is go to perfectsnacks.com slash toast to get a free perfect bar today. That's perfectsnacks.com slash toast to get a free perfect bar today. Happy snacking. Thank you, Claudia. You're welcome. Our first story, the story that's on everybody's lips, 
is that Harry Styles and Emrata were on each other's lips this weekend. They were spotted making out in Tokyo, hot and heavy, and everyone is really, really shook about it. So he's in Tokyo for his Love on Tour tour. Yeah, he was doing, he's all over Asia. He's everywhere. Who knows what brings her there? Is she just happened to be there too? It looks like they were at some sort of Small gathering of friends. Yeah. Um, and it looks like someone else at the party was the one who took the video. Like, this is not paparazzi. Yeah, it was definitely boots on the ground. It was boots on the ground. And it was, you know, it was a passionate makeout. Yeah, we are now getting all different angles, videos, photos. They were definitely making out. There's no, you know, way around that. It was definitely them. And they were definitely making out. And... People are shook. I mean, I think whenever Harry is tied to a new person, people are automatically going to hate it because so many of his fans feel so territorial and everybody feels like it should be them. And I totally relate to that sentiment. Um, Here are my thoughts. I thought she was dating that guy, Eric Andre, because literally a month ago on Valentine's Day, they were naked on Instagram together. So I'm just confused about that. Um, Two, you know, one thing about me is... How do I put this delicately? I'm not like an Emrata super fan. No, I feel like I every time we talk about are. her, every time we talk about her, like I say that, like I feel like her brand, which is very like sexy feminist, is so like not my vibe whatsoever. So I acknowledge that I'm definitely biased. So therefore I'm not here for this pairing. Um, I also feel like it's a little soon. You know, Harry just got out of a really long term. Like it was a long relationship, that Olivia thing. Like it's a little soon. Yeah. I mean, a little soon for a makeout? No. Yeah. So... I am not, it's not who I would choose for him, knowing that he is, you know, like the second most eligible bachelor after Jason Sudeikis. Ah, uh, Sudeikis. <laughs> uh, but I kind of ship, I think like they're so both eligible. They're so good looking. They're so single. Why not? They're pretty similar in age. You know, it's definitely in a more age appropriate relationship than the last time. And this one is like a little bit more obvious. With Olivia Wilde, I think we were all like, what? But I also don't think that they're going to start dating. I think maybe the fact no. that these videos went viral will make them like go out again. But they were just making out like, I don't think they're together. Emrata yeah. has been like bopping around dating. She's single. She's yeah. with Eric Andre. She was with, with Pete, Pete, Davidson. Pete Davidson. She was rumored to be with Brad Pitt. Like, I think she's just seeing what's out there and... Fortunately for us, this was caught on camera, but we were never meant to know about this. Very true as well. Even though it does make me feel like it's a little more serious if she's in Tokyo. Like, why would she be there if not for him? It's not like she's filming a big movie in Tokyo, yeah, you know? I feel like celebrities to like fly someone out to your show to the hookup is like not okay, a big deal. Okay, for sure. Tokyo? <laughs> I know. It's not, you know, North Carolina. Yeah. It's Tokyo. That's what, like a 19-hour flight? Yeah, that's, that's commitment. Not, that's, not a, that's not a flying out just to see. That's not. No, maybe she was in a neighboring country and they linked maybe. up. She's literally Shawn Mendes. I'm a couple hundred miles from Japan tonight. I was tonight. just thinking, what's that song? There's a song about this. It's such a good yeah, song. Yeah, like Lost in Japan so or something. you got plans so tonight? I just said that. I got a Are couple hundred miles from Japan. From Japan tonight. and I. Oh my God. We'll be looking for someone to hold your hand tonight. This is that Good song. Literally. That could be what happened. That's very true. I don't know. For me, and I feel like I say this every time, like it's always like, who's Pete Davidson going to date next? And we were like, you know, guessing. And then it was Emrata. It's so obvious. Like, I don't know. I like when I just, it's obvious though sometimes. I don't know. I just wish Harry would like it surprise me, you know, date someone ugly, date someone chubby. Okay, but he was couldn't have been more surprising with Olivia Wilde and you weren't happy about that. 
Yeah, maybe I'm just like a woman hater. That's kind of what I'm feeling. Well, I feel like you're feeling the way a lot of fans are feeling, which is like it's never going to be good enough unless it's you. Like the way you just said, like someone chubby, yeah, like, someone who's a podcaster. Like I feel like unless it's you, you're yeah. not going to be happy. No, that's but like let me really say like with my full body how like I'm really not interested. Not that anyone's <laughs> asking. I'm, like, not interested in dating Harry Styles. Like, first of all, like, I am happily married, lest we forget. Yeah, right. Two, right. like... Germane to the convo. Like, I'm not available. Like, I'm really not available. No. And... But I think... To be honest, like, yeah, Harry Styles is so handsome. Like, if I could choose any celebrity to, like, hypothetically fuck, like, he wouldn't even be in my top ten. No, I know. And I don't think it's that, like, in practice, all these fans, like, really want Harry to show up on their door and ask him out, though a lot of them do. I think it's more like this just territorialness where like this possession yeah it's like you're always gonna have this block up about who he dates because like this piece of you is just jealous doesn't mean that you're seriously hoping that you become yeah that's true his next girlfriend but like you just can't be happy for him yeah and you can't see him with someone else although like I do really like there are parts of me like my all of me actually like I ship him and Kendall like I think they're perfect for each other like I don't think I would be feeling that way this way, if if Kendall was the girl in Tokyo. Yeah, they are literally so similar. I know. Which is why it's just like this block that you have. You know, I'm not saying anything I say like makes sense. No, no. Because really on its face, like these are two very suited people who are suited yeah. for one another. It's also just so crazy to think how like Emily Ratajkowski for most like the entirety of her fame has been tied down. You know, she's been married for so long. And so imagine if she wasn't like how many, you know, eligible men she could have dated. Like that's commitment. I think she's making up for lost time. Yes, she definitely is. So can you blame her? I just want to go on the record that I am here for this couple. I don't think it'll turn serious, but if it were to, like I'd kind of love that. Like photos of them being styling and walking in the streets. Like, Wait, by the way, I totally forgot before the show we were talking about stories. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have a story about Gwyneth Paltrow's trial? No, we don't. I know she's going viral though. She is. Like, let's just talk about it for two seconds because I have so many thoughts. You don't have to add it as a story, okay. just like a separate anecdote. Obviously, this clip went viral of the opposing counsel asking her about Taylor Swift because Taylor Swift really kind of invented the whole thing of countersuing for a dollar, where it's like you're making a point. It's not about money, it's just about justice. Mm-hmm. And then she was asked, do you know Taylor Swift? Are you friends with Taylor Swift? It was so irrelevant. And it really, I know we're all like joking about this. It's such a gross misuse of our justice system. It's an abuse of people's time. This whole thing is a circus. It's a farce. And like everyone is sitting there, like everyone online is like, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow. Because she's been sitting there getting cross-examined like with a smile on her face. Because this is so stupid. She didn't do anything wrong. And everyone's like, not Gwyneth Paltrow being so patronizing. Really? I would be too. Like this whole trial is a farce. It's a circus. And like, yeah, it's funny in the pop culture. Haha. But like at the end of the day, like this is a an abuse of the judicial system. It's abuse of the judge's time, the jury's time. Like this is so stupid. It's not fucking real. Literally nothing happened. And it's moronic. Moronic. But I mean, how can you say that with certainty that nothing happened, that she did not do this? Because look at what the council is spending their time on. Do you know Taylor Swift? Are you friends with Taylor Swift? When was the last time you spoke to Taylor well, Swift? Well, things How like this the happen fuck? every day. Like where people sue for nonsense. 
I know, but we're all like eating it up and I feel like it's really highlighting like how this is, we're such a, what's the word I'm looking for? With an L. Litigious. Litigious country, you know, everyone just sees everything that happens to them as an opportunity to sue. Yeah, well, that's for sure. But I do think it's part of, you know, being an American is having the right to sue someone if you yeah. have been wrong but also having the right to defend yourself and like letting it play out if Gwyneth is being wronged in this situation like the justice system will prevail in her favor and for this guy like if he really was attacked by Gwyneth then <laughs> then he'll have his justice too like that's really what the judicial system is for I know it's like a waste of everyone's time but that is what like in any case like there's someone who's blatantly wrong and blatantly right but we have to sit there and we have to talk about it and yeah, get to the bottom I really, of it I really hope like nobody's buying what this you know victim quote is saying I'm so and yes I'm definitely biased I love Gwyneth yeah um but like I don't know how anyone could like watch this trial and be like yeah like justice for this guy like well what I'm seeing and his, and his daughter's on the stand like making jokes like literally auditioning for SNL like it's moronic yikes what I'm seeing though no people this quote of Gwyneth's has been going viral because the prosecutor asked um like did you suffer at all I'm, I want to get the exact quote like did you suffer from this incident like I know you had planned like an expensive trip in Park City right uh, uh what was the exact question uh she was asked about the losses that she had suffered from the crash and Gwyneth said well we lost half a day of skiing <laughs> so yes no, facts because it was so insignificant like people are like I mocking can't. her over her response though like you know any slight inconvenience to your life well we lost half a day of skiing no because that's how minimal this whole situation was like nothing happened you know? Yeah, actually, I saw a quote from Gwyneth that from her point of view, like the man came from behind her. He collided into her and his two skis went between her skis. So it like uh, her legs Splits. like her legs spread. And thank God she's so flexible. I know, but she said she at first she thought it was like a sexual assault. So, you know oh. what I mean? Because if you don't know what's happening and all of a sudden something's right. coming from behind and forcing your legs apart, like that's pretty yeah. scary. Yeah, I just it's so dumb. And she's handling herself with the utmost grace because yeah. I could never. But that's, you know, that's what the courts are for. And yes, True. people take advantage. Yeah. But it's also for the courts to, you know, instill that people don't take advantage. And it could, Gwyneth could have countersued for $300,000 too. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like to punish no, I mean, and him. Also, but she's not trying easier. to punish him. She's just trying no. to clear her name. Clear her name. It would have been easier for her because the judge capped it at 300000 to just pay it and not, she's spending more on legal fees, honestly. Yeah, but your but, name is your name, Turdy Lou. Right, right. So she has to go through this circus just to clear her name. Yes, but having the opportunity to clear your name. Is what makes this country great. I agree. Mm -hmm. So you just got to trust the process, Turdy Lou, even though I know it can be Harrowing. not your favorite thing to do. 100%. Are you ready for our next? Okay, so overall, let's move on from Harry and Emrata. Overall... It's fine. It's not like the most original creative idea. It's fine. At least it's age appropriate. Yeah. I think it's a little cute. Just a oh, little. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so not where you are. It's just like, you know, they're so good looking. What's bad? Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? 
Yes, definitely. One ship builds, another crumbles. Mm. Reese Witherspoon and another sinks. Another sinks. Reese Witherspoon and her ex-husband, husband Jim Toth, are divorcing after 12 years of marriage. Reese and her husband are calling it quits. The star announced the difficult news on her Instagram on Friday. She said, we have some personal news to share. It is with a great deal of care and consideration that we have made the difficult decision to divorce. The actress detailed that despite their split, they've enjoyed so many wonderful years together and are moving forward with deep love, kindness, and mutual respect for everything they've created together. Their biggest priority is their 10-year-old son, Tennessee, as well as their entire family as they navigate this next chapter. That's a nice name. Yeah. You know why this is tough? Mm. Because it's a celebrity businessman beau relationship that didn't stand the test of time. I mean, and and it was a successful relationship. They got married. They were together for 12 years, which in Hollywood is very long. So I wouldn't consider this a failure. But it's always tough to see, you know, the businessman beau celeb starlet duo go down. Agreed, though I don't think that this is a knock in the businessman bow category because when I think of a businessman bow, I want someone who's out of the industry. Like, right, he, he's a businessman bow, he's a, an agent. He's still in Hollywood. And to me, that's it's yes, he's in the business of Hollywood. It's better than dating a fellow actor, but still not what I would have chosen. So I don't feel responsible for this. I don't feel responsible either. And I find. I, I think, you know, the proceedings, she's so rich now. And they built that company, Hello Sunshine, that was just valued at a billion dollars. They built it during, she built it during the marriage. I have to assume he was a part of it. He's a businessman and they were married. Um, so I wonder what this means. Yeah, but it's not like when they got married, she was like some nobody, nobody with no success. Like I'm sure everything is extremely tied up and spelled out. Yeah, one of my favorite things about Reese Witherspoon is the way she's just kind of navigated uh, maintaining her status as America's sweetheart. And nobody seems to remember that video when she got pulled over. I think she was drunk driving and she was like screaming at the cop like, do you know who I am? I'm America's sweetheart. That's one of my favorite moments in pop culture history. And I love that nobody talks about it because she's a queen and she's totally evolved past it. Um, And she like built this sickening business. And she really is like her, with her, it's like the cream rises. She's so talented. You know, a million starlets try and star business, start businesses. Not all of them become billion-dollar companies backed by BlackRock, you know? Yeah. And she's really just done something so unique, like with the books. Like, she's really... Well, I think... She kills it. I think it followed a really natural progression, and that's always how the best things happen. And now so many people... Right, I think it's her passion. ...try to emulate Hello Sunshine. But I think when she started a book club, like, she just really liked to read. And then she read so many great books that she was like, I'd really like to see this as a movie. And then she's like, hey, I'm a movie per- person. Why can't... Right. Why not me? and right. you know that's how the best things happen it's when you try and so hard to do something like shoehorn yeah. it in that's when it's bogus yeah so she'll still be rich of course I just do wonder you know and celebs they're all tight-knit you know they get their prenups post-nups they do all that but California where a lot of people get married is a community property state that means you know half to everyone yeah well I hope that they can settle things nicely harmoniously and not acrimoniously. No, no. Um, and also, you know, she's now on the market. Add her to our list. Like, who do we see Reese Witherspoon with? I mean, part of me, you know, always will stand her and Ryan Phillippe. I think, you know, that was just, it was a moment in time. But they have two children together. You know, they're both so good looking. Would it hurt to try again? I don't know. I don't know. I don't get good vibes from the two of them. I do feel like they were definitely like young and it was fast and they were, you know, hot and heavy until they weren't. Do you think she'll go like older or younger? This might be the time in her life where she goes younger. 
I mean, she literally could have the experience that she played in Nancy Myers' daughter's film, Home Again, where she dates a 12-year-old. Um, but I don't like that for her. Now, I think I think Reese is, like, really confident in her, in her, you know, age and her maturity. And I think she'll want someone who validates that, like an, uh, someone on her level. I really, I don't see her dating someone younger. I really don't. But I feel like her being with Jim was like making that choice, you know, like, yeah, true, she saw true. Her, like she was going into the business world more like she's really in a serious relationship. Like I think whatever she does next will be divergent from that. Not saying she's going to go younger, but she, I don't know that, that it's going to no, be interesting. what you're saying. It's interesting. You know, you always like then just choose the opposite of what you've had. Right. Just as like a knee jerk reaction. Might be with like a backup dancer after this. Right. Very Casper smart. Yeah. No, that's a good point. It's also just hard when you're such a powerful woman. A lot lot of people can't handle that. Right. But that's why I think a lot of powerful women for a a number of reasons, but one of them being this, they go younger because like young guys, they're not in competition with you. Like, so true. And there's already like a college. Right. There's already a, a power imbalance because of the age yeah like it's, so what's a little you know what's a couple billion it's not competitive whatsoever such a good point so there it is makes you think and because they can right no and it's fun like who no offense who wants a saggy ball sack when you can have a fresh one like i get it i get it yeah isn't that why you go younger you know perky tits versus saggy tits perky balls versus saggy balls like i get um, it a few reasons, but yes, aesthetics, yes. Right, like conventionally, saggy balls are not as appetizing as perky balls. Thank you, thank you for continuing to say saggy balls. Who wants a wrinkly scrotum when you could have a you know a big fleshy one? I get it. I'm human too. I get it. Scrotum. I get it. Yeah, but I think also after twelve years of marriage with a businessman who's like you know probably smart and has opinions, it's like I don't want you to challenge me anymore. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, don't, I just need someone beautiful. Pretty. I just need someone beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't be shocked either if that's kind of like a rebound relationship for her, just to feel something different. I get it. Yeah. But, you know, they were kind of a staple in the industry, so. For sure. And they were very, like, low-key to the point where you almost forgot she was married. Yeah. But, like, then all these articles are coming out that this was, like, you know, no surprise to Hollywood insiders. They've been... Living well, but why haven't they told us? They've been living separate lives for a while. Right. Everyone loves to be like, oh, I knew. Yeah, totally. It's everyone's favorite thing. I called it. Yeah, like, no, I've literally known this for years. <laughs> Insiders knew. Like, shut up. Shut up. Are you ready for our next story? Yes. <sighs> but it appears as though you're not. Now I am. Got Some it. new relationship news potentially. Oh, this is weird. Selena Gomez and Zayn Malik spark romance rumors after alleged New York City dinner date. Selena and Zayn sparked relationship rumors after the two singers were allegedly spotted on what appeared to be a romantic date night in New York City. A hostess at a celebrity loved Manhattan restaurant witnessed Selena and Zayn locking lips while grabbing dinner together on Thursday night. Clarissa Garcia claimed in a TikTok video that has since gone viral. She told Page Six. Clarissa Garcia is definitely also fired come Monday morning. Yeah, but I feel like, I mean, now she's in Page Six. Her TikTok went viral. Probably not worth losing your job, but it's worth a shot, you know? It, it, it like, isn't worth a shot because people who, like, make videos like this, 
They ha- definitely have a moment. It's a flash in the pan. They don't really start careers on on as digital influencers after this. Like, yeah, it's the one video. Nobody's. Oh, let me follow that girl who one time saw something. You know. Yeah, but maybe if she has something, this could have just been like a little boost, and now she has. Yeah. You know her big thing and we're all gonna be able to see it I don't know she could have just ended to Dumois but actually I probably wouldn't have believed it she said no one noticed them except for the hostess it was pretty public but no one really cares about famous people in New York did they say what restaurant they did that's also not true say what restaurant and that is not true I totally agree not true they didn't say the restaurant they blurted out they walked in hand in hand making out and she seated them I don't know. This is like one girl's account. And she also said like nobody cared. And I'm just telling you, if Selena Gomez and Zayn Malik walked into a restaurant, no matter how cool it was, people care. Also, like Pixar didn't happen. Yeah. Okay. So, but let's let's play. Let's assume, assume that this they is. They went to dinner. Do you want to take I the just, making out at face value too? Sure. Let's say they're dating. Let's just say. I can't help but wonder what this means for Taylor Swift. Like that's oh, right. really where my... That's what you were saying. Please explain why you're... Well, Taylor Swift's best friends in this world for many years, these aren't like fake celebrity friendships. Like they're real. Selena Gomez and Gigi Hadid. Gigi Hadid is obviously, you know, very tightly linked to Zayn Malik. They have a child together. Um, What does that mean for Taylor Swift, you know? But also, you know, that also means that Selena has like some inside scoop from Taylor about Gigi and Zayn. And like, let's we not forget, Zayn like smacked Yolanda Hadid and threw her down the stairs with the elder abuse. Like, I can't imagine hearing that firsthand and then being like, yeah, that's someone yeah, I want to date. Me like, up. Yeah, like, let me bring my grand <laughs> to go meet my new boyfriend so he could, you know, give her a, give her the old one too. Yeah. I just, I feel like we don't talk enough about how Zayn Malik was accused of elder abuse. Like, No, no, to no, me, he was accused. And the thing to me is like shortly thereafter, like him and JG broke up for good. They have right. not been like spotted. There's no going back. Like, it's true. Yeah, it's true. It has to be. And Yolanda was filed a wild the claim. Thing. It's not like so and so said. Like <gasps> right, Yolanda no, right. said, there were papers. Yeah, that's why we know about it. Yeah. And then like Gigi did not go back. Like, it's true. Yeah, I'm in agreement. Um. So yes, not really like what you want to hear about a potential boyfriend. I feel like Taylor... And I'm sure Selena has even more details about it from Taylor. Yeah. I feel like Taylor has always told the line about a few of her friendships conflict a little bit. Yeah. Um, You know, because Gigi's such good friends with Kendall and she's such good friends with Taylor and obviously there's bad blood. Oh, yeah. Cringe. And um, she's done a good job. I feel like even when she hangs out with Gigi or Selena, they don't hang out together. So no, yeah, she'll tow the line. She'll be fine. Plus, she's busy and is probably not paying right. attention to all of this. And I also that like, I don't believe it. That I feel is her saving grace. Like she doesn't have a responsibility to like, you know, Gigi or Selena right now because she has a responsibility to her millions of fans. Like she's out here doing the most three hour shows, you know, twice a week. Yeah, she can't be bothered. She's traveling. She's she can't be bothered to be bogged down with petty gossip. By the time her tour is over, we won't even remember that this was a story. Yeah, so true. Great call. And you don't believe it? Not at not at face value, no. Yeah, no, I just need a little bit more than one person's account. No, and like maybe they walked into a restaurant together. Um, I don't think they were making out. I don't think that they were making out and nobody cared and nobody took a picture and nobody saw them. Um, again, just like with my chain smokers call, like I think they might have been working on something. Like maybe she's working on something with a lot of different people, has an album coming out. Like they got dinner after studio time. 
I don't think I actually dating. I wanted to tell you um last week I forget where I was but I met a toaster who was just delightful and she was like by the way I was at the bowling alley next to Drew and Selena like I was the one who like took those photos that went viral and they were making out the whole time they were they were and she was like it was like the craziest thing that ever happened to me I was like oh my god yes queen right and place, she didn't right have time. a photo of them making out she did and it didn't make it to the airwaves I don't know why it didn't make it to the airwaves did you see the photo I uh, did not. You have to question everything, but I do, Dirty Lou. No, I know, but I don't think a toaster would lie to me, like for real. No, I don't think so either, but. Like that's an account, I believe, you know, but I don't know this girl, but now I know the Selena, the, the Drew witness. I don't know this witness. I don't know, Dirty Lou. And. Mixer didn't happen, literally. You want to know why? You want to know why I feel like these two situations are different? Because. When the Drew and Selena thing happened, the person who took the photos didn't, like, try to get famous off of it. They just, like, put the photos out and, like, TMZ got them. Like, the whole story being centered around one woman makes me feel like it's very possible this is, like, a, a stunt. Or, you know, like, because now we're all talking about Clarissa or whatever her name was. Yeah. That makes me a little suspicious. Well, Clarissa got, is not the hostess. Sorry. Clarissa's friend is the hostess and texted Clarissa. So now we're oh, two that's, degrees that's of separation. That's even bro more broke. It's telephone. It's a yeah, but and the text messages from Clarissa go, "Are you ready for no?" From Hostess go, "Are you ready for Got this?" It. I'm screaming, Clarissa, what? I'm scared. What happened, Hostess? Tell me how Selena Gomez and Zayn just walked into restaurant that's blurred out, hand in hand, making out, and I seated them. Clarissa, ha 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 ha! Shut the fuck up. Hostess, girl, everyone's out here feeling bad for Selena. Meanwhile, she's with Gigi's baby zaddy. Okay, so now I didn't realize that. That is another layer Sorry, that of... Confusing. So this... Clarissa don't even work at the restaurant. No. Hostess just said whatever she wanted. And she gets to keep her job. Right. Unless somebody at the restaurant can make, you know, the connection between Clarissa and potential hostess. But they can't because... This didn't happen. So every big restaurant is like, we're Gigi and we're Zane and Selena here. Oh not us, not us. Every hostess is safe. Not Clarissa sending every VIP restaurant in this town into a tizzy. Yeah. But there's nothing. I don't think this is true. Interesting. Okay. Well, I need to wait and see if the more stuff happens. Yeah. Same. I'm going to need more than Clarissa's text messages. Yeah. Agreed. Before we dive in, please allow me the honor of telling everyone that today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Thank you, Claudia. From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. So whether you're in e-commerce, you want to start a side business, we just want to start a website, check out Squarespace. It is the all-in-one platform to get everything up and running. It is so easy. Whether you have experience building websites, doing engineering or not, you really don't need it because Squarespace will do it all for you. So if you're into e-commerce, here are some of the wonderful features that the websites on Squarespace can create. You can connect your social media accounts. You can get traffic overview, basically see how your visits, unique visitors, page views are trending. Um, video blocks, so you can pre present your videos from YouTube, Vimeo, Animoto. You also have content ownership with Squarespace. You own all the content that you put on the, pl the platform because they offer a one-click data portability. Um, whether you want to start a blog or a podcast or, you know, 
food. There are so many different features on Squarespace that'll help you get your business up and running really easy. Um, they have mobile optimized websites. So all their websites are optimized for mobile. So the content automatically adjusts. So your site looks great, whether you're looking at it from a computer or a phone. Check out squarespace.com toast for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code toast to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Again, that's squarespace.com toast. You'll get the free trial when you use that link. And then once you're ready to launch, use the code toast and you'll save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Thank you, Squarespace. Today's episode is also brought to you by The Farmer's Dog. When you look at a bag of dog food, you'll see pictures of bright carrots, juicy steaks, deliciousness. But then you open the bag, all you're getting are burnt, smelly pellets, which is just not not the vibe for the Strice Bros. They deserve the best, and dog food needs some fresh thinking. So welcome the farmer's dog. It is real food. You can feed your dog the farmer's dog. It is real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat, vegetables. It's gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve all the nutritional value. It's so easy. When you sign out on the website, it gets really personalized. You tell them about your dog, and then they'll deliver personalized, vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. It arrives pre-portioned in ready-to-serve packs, and it is conveniently delivered on your schedule. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog, and it has never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. Theo's now on like month, I think like maybe three or four of their farmer's dog. His weight is so stabilized. He used to be like chunky. And then a few weeks later, like really small. We were not really able to regulate his weight, but it feels way more stable now. He has more energy. His breath is better. Um, his coat is really shiny. I just feel like all these little things I would notice have really been improved thanks to the farmer's dog. So get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash toast. Plus you get free shipping when you use that link. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast to get that 50% off. Thefarmersdog.com slash toast. Listen, the Strice Bros are the most important people in your lives. Like start investing in their health. It is worth it. It is. Thank you, Claudia, for that important message. It's a pleasure. Next story. Kelly Clarkson's divorce album is forthcoming. It will cover the good, the bad, and the ugly. Kelly announced on Sunday that she is coming out with a new album called Chemistry. The talk show host explained in an Instagram video that she came up with the title after her acrimonious divorce from her ex-husband, Brandon Blackstock. I feel like we are so like on the cutting edge and like really have made the word acrimonious like have this revolution. Yeah. This renaissance. We love to do that for words. Acrimonious, wench, nefarious. True. The list goes on. I was, I'll start a list on my phone. She said, I was trying to find a word that really described the whole thing because I didn't want everybody to think I was just coming out with some just like, I'm angry, I'm sad, like just one or two emotions, you know? This album is definitely the arc of an entire relationship and a whole relationship shouldn't be just brought down to one thing. So there's, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly kind of thing going on in it. She said, uh, chemistry can be really amazing, a sexy, cool, fun thing, but it can also be very bad for you. So she thought it would be the perfect title for the all-encompassing record. I mean, respectful queen. This man has literally, you know, robbed her blind, tried to strip her of everything. And she still remains like such a peaceful, respectful co-parent. Even in the music, she's not making a divorce album. It's really... Probably will be more of like a tragedy. Yeah, well, I think one, like he's the father of her children. And so you just want to be respectful because they will be hearing this one day. Mm -hmm. But two, I think there's a lot of truth in the 
statement that it's not just like angry, sad, bad. Like it's a whole range of emotions. You know, it's grief and it's loss. And it's, you know, I'm sure some of it is extremely bittersweet. And even when Mm -hmm. you're fighting with someone, I know he like, you know, squatted in the Montana house and there was all this drama. But like you loved this person once. They were married for uh, 10 years since 2013. Yeah, so almost 10 years. Like there's a lot of history there. And I think that it is reductive to just be angry. And that's not true to the human experience. No, it's a very mature take. And she's a mature queen. So why would you expect anything less? Like she's not putting out a diss track, a diss album. What do do we think? Like there's obviously going to be like a lead single called Chemistry. So what do we think the song Chemistry is going to be like sound like? It's going to be like, you know, Kelly's iconic sound top but yeah the lyrics are going to be kind of country where they kind of switch up at the end like all these good things about chemistry but then it was like Mm. the chemistry that undid them but like give me a melody Uh oh this is really your specialty you do the music chemistry is like a hard work music i'll do the lyrics you're literally uh drew barrymore i am hugh grant chemistry chemistry you don't think it's gonna- chemistry i think it's gonna be upbeat where it like builds and builds and builds and like the chorus is like upbeat and fun and then it ends with like a zinger line where it's like but yeah you like the music cuts yeah like the, yeah yeah like we like <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even want to go there but i could hear it in my head what's the song i made up for selena how did it go oh my god I could have better than a fat on myself. I'm not alone too much to dance with your heart. Yeah. But when I go lonely, I get lonely, 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 lonely in the dark. So, so good. good. Should have released it. So I think it's going to be pop anthem, but then it's like a one-two punch. You know what course. I'm excited about? I feel like our generation and like the culture has an entirely new respect for Kelly Clarkson in the last few years. I feel like her brand has like really taken off with the show and um, her karaoke cover is her karaoke. I feel like there's a whole new audience of people who are looking forward to this. And so I feel like in the past, a lot of the music she released has gone underappreciated. I really feel that way. And I think it's disgusting. And I think like that this is going to be really big for her. She's partnering, um, not partnering, she's pairing this with her Vegas residency, which was right when COVID started. We had tickets. Um, She had to cancel it, obviously. And now they are rescheduled for this summer. Yes, I saw that too. She has a 10-date Vegas residency in the works. So that's really exciting. I don't think I'll be able to make it. Um, So I'm just like kind of devastated about that. But I'm hoping that she will do a chemistry tour. Yeah. And bring it on down here to me. Uh, but this is her first traditional album since 2017. Like the fans are ready. It's been six years and I've never pressured Kelly into releasing new music. No, because she's really been killing it in all other aspects of her career. And like, honestly, I don't want this album for a few months because like I've got Luke Combs, I've got Morgan Wallen, I've got Mimi Webb. Like I'm booked and busy Kelly right now. She said it's coming sooner than y'all think. But she didn't drop a date, which... For me, feels like it'll be at least May. Yeah, I need time for sure. Yeah, her also her titling at chemistry like was giving me like Ed Sheeran vibes. Now that we broke down his oh another subject in school, another subject in school because we don't know where he goes from here. He's done all the math symbols. He had he had said 
in an interview recently, he was asked, he says he has another, you know, symbolic oh, thing you know up his sleeve. He could, do? he could do the exponent sign, you know, um, the little carrot top. Yeah. I don't know what he would call it, but something about like multiple of um, exponential. That's a good title. PEMDAS is better. The PEMDAS tour. Yeah. He's on the, he's going on the PEMDAS tour. I know. Let me just tell you how never once in my life have I successfully used PEMDAS in an equation, like equation that had parentheses, exponent, multiply. That shit doesn't work. Like you cannot convince me that it does. No, it does. PEMDAS doesn't work. It does. It's a faulty equation. It's a fault. It's an acronym for a reason. It's a lie. I think you've just been burned. By PEMDAS, definitely. (laughs) I think you have some trust issues and you have walls up. Uh, I definitely I'm like on an episode of The Bachelor like I have walls you know what you have up you have parentheses up to your left and to your right everywhere I look I'm just kind of being closed in on that's so turdy that's so turdy it's the PEMDAS she can't solve (laughs) that's so turdy it's so mysterious that's so turdy it's the flashlight she can't see. That's so dirty. Where are her beans? No. Yeah. Or that's so dirty. It's the flashlight she can't see. That's so dirty. Blame Ben Soffer celebrity. Ooh, that's really good. How is BSC? That's really good. BSC is doing well. BSC is home. The celebrity has returned. Thank <laughs> God. And he made it out of the country. They let him back in. Yeah, of course. Ben was able to find someone somewhere in New York to get his passport to. They were flying to Miami. Ben was flying through Miami to the Bahamas. Ben waited for them in the airport, got his passport, and flew out to the Bahamas. That's insane. That's Ben's offer a celebrity. Yeah. I guess people will really do anything for you when you're a celebrity. Thus, he got his passport. So was the lesson learned? Of course not. Fuck. I know. I'm glad he's home and back with his turd, though. Me too. Theo really missed him. We know you missed him too. Oh, desperately. Yeah, so sweet. Hate, hate being alone. Yeah. Are you ready for fifth and final story, which is some more mm-hmm. iconic singing female news? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Adele has extended her Las Vegas residency and is planning a concert film. Adele announced Sunday that she's extending her Las Vegas residency with 34 more dates between June and November and also plans to release a concert film. Saturday Night Show was the last performance in her original Weekends with Adele series that covered 34 dates since last November on The Strip. Her representative said Adele's show will resume at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace on June 16th and run through November 4th. The June performances will be recorded and released as a concert special. I mean, I don't know why she wouldn't continue. Uh, when I was at the show, she literally said, I love doing this. Like, I literally get to be in Vegas for a day and a half. I get to be at home in LA for the rest of the week, be with my kids. My kids love coming to Vegas. Kids, sorry. Um, it's a dream job. She's probably getting paid out the ass. Like, this has probably been one of the most successful residencies for uh what hotel was Caesars it Caesars and it's, since, it is a real Caesars palace right since Celine Dion like this is this is huge I mean Celine Dion's was bigger of course but 
I can't imagine one negative thing for anyone who was involved in this. Like everyone's making money. Everyone's happy. So many videos have come out. Like Adele goes viral every week for something she does. It's so good for her brand. Yeah, it's good for her She's image. Always, I don't know why she would stop. And, yeah. and she said when I was there, she's like, I really don't like touring. It's not something I'm comfortable with. Like I did it once and it was hard. Like it's a lot of time away from home. It's a lot of travel. She's not built for that. So to take a 45 minute flight once a week. Yeah. And it's like to make and a everybody shitload. can come to me. And everybody does come. I mean, Kim went. Everyone goes. Vanessa I'm, Bryant I'm was trying just to go. There. Yeah. Like, I don't know why she would ever stop. Yeah, but I think this is something that happens with Vegas residencies where I think it really is so lucrative, so easy, um, but you get kind of stuck in it, you know? And yeah. I don't think she's close to doing that because she's just done 34 shows and she's doing 34 more. But I feel like it can be hard to come out of that cycle because it's, you totally. get into such a good rhythm. And as a, a performing artist who over the years, you don't have a lot of patterns and everything is so up and down and up and down. Like you really cherish the stability of Vegas. That's why it's typically used as like a retirement plan. Yeah. But I think it's hard to get out of there. Yeah. I don't think that Adele will have that problem. I feel like she's found a life hack for being a performer um, mm -hmm. because she'll still release new music and people can come and it's not like she's going to be there forever, but I think it might be hard to, especially harder to get back on the road after this. Yeah. Cause it's just been so easy. Yeah. Should, but I'm glad. Should we do a Vegas residency? Kind of. I'm down. Although when I was on tour, I've only in my life ever canceled, I think three shows. And I had to cancel my Vegas show due to poor performance. Literally two weeks out, like five tickets had sold. We're not big in Vegas. We're not. Vegas is like a notoriously tough market because people don't usually buy tickets unless it's for like Adele. Till they get there, they see, oh, let me see Donnie and Marie, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to have a lot of faith in the fact that people might show up that day and buy tickets. But I was playing a room for a thousand people and I had sold a hundred tickets two weeks out. I was not doing that. Right. And so we have to hope there's like a thousand toasters in Vegas every single right. weekend. Right. Right. Okay. Well, we'll we can dream and manifest. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about TV recap was Succession yes. last night. I watched Succession. Highly anticipated season premiere for the final season truly gave us nothing the show you guys I have to tell you is so bad and if you oh. think about oh I've been God. saying this like for so long in any given episode absolutely nothing happens if you think about how every season has been so titillating since season one and like where we started in season one versus where we are season four episode one like seriously what's changed they still own nothing. the company the only thing nothing. that's changed now is their the, all three children are beefing with Logan but it's like they could literally turn him around Stab him in the back, each one of them six times. And then like the next day, it's like, so are you going to call the kids? No, let them yeah. call me. It's like nothing is permanent. No betrayal is permanent. Like think about what. Um, They've all done. Not, but the, Logan. But the one. Kendall. Kendall. I can't ever remember his name. Think about all the things that Kendall has done. And yet he still like has his inheritance even. Like right. I think Logan likes playing this game with his kids. Um, they're kind of only the only worthy adversaries for him be, only because they have his resources at their disposal. So it's just like he gets to spar with himself. Um, I mean, he is sparring with himself because they're buying that company with the money they made from Waystar, which is their dad's company. They're literally like the definition of entitled Nepo babies. No, the definition. And I, I think people like who watch the show are, are rooting. Some people are rooting for the kids and think like they're not the future. Me. No, not me whatsoever. But like, 
if you listen to what the kids say, like they never say a word of substance. Everything they say is nonsense. Every idea they have is bad. They really think that they like are doing something and that they have like, they know what's best for the world and for culture. And like, they're literally so fucking dumb. Yeah. And the fact that Kendall values Pierce at like six, seven billion, which is probably worth, let's say 7.5. He was lowballing them. Let's say eight even. But they paid an extra $2 billion to end the conversation. Like, do you have any concept of $1 when Roman was the only one like trying to break it down for them? Like, oh, we just paid an extra half a billion just to end the conversation. Like, what? Wait, that's could, $500 million. Right. Like, what? That money could be used for other things. So, like, I don't understand how after this they have any money left to their name and really like they have this opportunity to do whatever they want with their lives to create the companies that they wish to see in the world that they hoped that Logan would have created all these years and instead they're going to take 10 steps back just to fight with their and dad go again. buy an old ass basically another version of ATM which they've hated all these years and they think is so backwards they're going to buy that just to fuck with him instead of like starting something new and light on their feet with for far less money and like trying yeah. to do something new no instead like they're relics just like the relics that they make fun of so this is my first time watching um succession I feel like maybe the last season I had caught up with like the last three episodes left so I really binged it all and watching it in full is much more exciting because episode by episode like really it, it was boring like I was bored yeah no and like, every I checked episode the time. there is like a countdown clock a call has to be made within the next 24 hours or 48 hours for a contract to be signed we never actually get to the signing of anything nothing actually ever changes or gets done we just get people negotiating on the phone and like talking so slowly with so many filler words of like uh yeah um well so uh like and they literally put all that stuff into the dialogue I watched Subtitles. with captions on me too and the way that these people speak in like such broken sentences and and if you if someone will say a bunch of words and like when you distill it down to what they've said they've said they've said absolutely nothing yes yes and that's like yes. the vibe of the show though right people just I talking just to like hear themselves speak and then of course last season like tom big bad tom like he's you know all, after all these yep. seasons, like he's finally having his comeuppance. And like, no, he's still a sh the same shit he always was because he flopped back again in this episode and, and yep. ruined everything for Logan. He gave, sh he tipped Shiv off. He tipped Shiv off. He's the reason why Logan lost his deal. And Logan's right to be like, if we're good, we're good. Like, you don't get yep. more than that. A hundred percent. I just felt like so bored the whole time. Yeah, I felt bored. Except the conversation about Greg's date's purse was quite possibly one of the funniest things of all time. Like how they just judged her immediately because her purse was a little big. Yeah, but she was also like walking around taking pictures and she was out of control. She was out of control. But that was hysterical. Yeah, it was very funny. Like little things like that make the show really funny. Um, and a lot of like the characters like quirks. But like last night was just so much like Shiv and the kids. And I just, I hate them. Hate. Except for Roman. And Roman needs to go back to the other side. But it's like in every episode, like someone will make a final decision. We're betraying dad. And yeah. now it's the next episode. And I'm like, well, you are you ready to go back yet? Like there's no yeah. permanence in anything that happens. And nothing has changed since the first season. Like nobody went to jail over the cruise ship right. stuff. Like. Even right. Kendall, and remember when he left and he was just being such a loser with his like art collective, yep. like nothing. Now we're back. He's just back like, with the kids. With the kids. Now they own Pierce. Okay. I guess. Like how do they have any money left? I don't know. They're financing. Like I get that they're like uber, 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 uber wealthy, but like it really confuses me. Yeah. Like they're all using all the money that they got from this Gojo sale to 
by peers. So like, well, I feel like something's going to happen with this Gojo sale because they keep saying 48 hours. I know, like it's not done I know. yet. Well, I think that Logan should cancel it so the kids don't have the money to buy peers. Yes, duh. But like, but then, then he also but, doesn't get but the But it's money. like, why did he need to sell it in the first place? What was the problem a while ago? Because it stunk. No, and like in the FBI, what happened with them? Uh, right. No, like. Oh, he, one thing about me is like half the shit that goes on in the show in terms of like business completely goes over my head. Like I have really no idea what's going on at any point. Yeah, but you know, like the big ideas which is that he's yes. competing for Pierce with the kids in this episode but yes. like yes. the stuff in the past I genuinely don't remember why did Logan have to offload the company so hastily right because like they wanted him out to say the board member that guy Adrian Brody Adrian Brody right they wanted him out and the company also like stinks like they have like no nothing big they wanted to buy Gojo but then it was like actually Gojo could buy us yeah yeah, no, I don't remember. Okay, so now like, if Gojo doesn't buy them. Okay, so what? So we're back to season one, episode one. Exactly. It's so, like, nothing ever happens. They were just always on the phone. And, like... They're always on the phone. It's just so stupid. And nobody trusts anybody else. Like, they, one, the kids, like, don't even trust themselves or their own instincts. At least Logan... I constantly confuse Lo Logan and Kendall. But at least Logan trusts himself but like the fact yeah. that those three kids can't trust that like they're actually gonna be loyal to one do, another or they don't even trust the decisions that they make they don't even know if what they do is like the right move they're actually not smart business no people. they spent three months like luring investors into the hundred yep. which is just like master class right uh, on it's still. like a startup that's been done a million times yeah yeah and it's extremely pretentious and elite and like only right. for a handful of people right but they're willing to walk away from all of that which they thought was a good idea but they're not sure that it's a good idea because oh there's this old dinosaur that's up for sale that our dad wants right right no it's moronic so let's pull all of our money to fuck with him like ben watched the episode with me and he has no idea what the show's about i just basically told him like these are the kids and that's the dad and I honestly feel like it probably wasn't even hard for him to catch up because all the shit that's happened in the last four seasons like doesn't even feel important. No, it's not important. Right. It doesn't feel relevant to this current storyline. And like, why am I supposed to mourn the loss of Shiv and Tom's relationship when like they've never been in love or had any? So I went on Twitter last night to see like if people were talking about the show and like, you know, if I missed anything. What's there even I'm always to say? Missing. What did they say? people were like this scene is so beautiful like them holding hands being like we gave it a go such a such a stunning portrait of a marriage I was like these people are fucking delusional like this is not a, a marriage that's even remotely relatable in any way it wasn't really ever real no um and we're supposed to be mourning it I felt no emotions no it was a beautiful which I feel like was the point it was a beautiful apartment stunning <laughs> Uh, that's crazy. But like Tom isn't like a real person. You don't feel empathy for Tom. He's like this caricature. Yeah. And he has no scruples. He's just looking out for number one. I think when he ties, when he attaches himself to someone else, like if he could just be loyal to the person that he attaches himself to, I thought it was Kendall, but then he like mm -hmm. had to go and call Shiv. Like I would be able to. You thought it was Logan. Sorry. I thought it was Logan, <laughs> but then he had to go call him. I would be able to have respect for his at least loyalty considering yep. like, it's not like he's an ingenue. And so in the last episode of season three, when he chose Kendall and went and mm -hmm. warned Kendall, I had respect for him for like making a choice. Shiv treats him like shit, wants an open relationship. Yep. And like he, he's going straight to the big man. But then literally like that, the respect is lost. And it's so funny how if you probably look at the tweets from like season three, 
season finale, like Tom's a man, like Tom's a yep. And now what do you think? <laughs> no, but that's so Tom. Like I actually feel like Tom is probably the most well-developed character. Like he's so spineless and he's constantly being spineless and he's constantly like exerting the little power he has over like people underneath him like Greg yeah. and like abusing it. He's really this like insane fucking person. Yeah, but the thing is I would have thought that his character developed but then in this episode that he had to call Shiv and say the Naomi Pierce thing and, and ruin the but complete But that's so figure. Tom. And so he hasn't developed at all. No, but I'm saying Tom as the character like is so detailed. Like, yes, yes. You know who he is. I... Yes, as a character on a television show, but as a yeah. real person, like, no. no. None of these no. people, like, are really relatable in any way in, in no. the way that they think. Like, having no scruples, no loyalty, no one they can trust. And, like, being okay with that. Yeah, and just being, like, so miserable in their lives when it's like, why don't you just go enjoy your life and stop worrying about fucking with your dad? Just like say, hey, thanks for the billions. Right. I'm going to go get on my this own yacht. Thing, instead of like constantly festering in this horrible environment. The kids are the worst, except for Roman. Except for Roman, but he's siding with the worst right now, so he is part of the worst. But even when like he chooses Kendall's side sometimes, like he's done in the past, like he's not fully on that side either. Yeah. He's just always on the fence. You mean Logan. Sorry, Logan. It's <laughs> why is it so confusing? Because no, like Claudia, the names give the it's like, yep, yes, it's I know like what you're gonna that say. woman's TikTok where she's like, yep, if you like names the name, that feel the same. If you like the name Logan for your baby, but you can't use it because you know someone else had it, try Kendall. <laughs> By the way, they they look the same. Like they, are, they feel the same. They are the same. Yeah, I don't confuse Kendall and Shiv. Or Kendall and Roman. No, I know. Roman is Roman. They, they have the same like phonetic structure. There's, it's something. That's a plot hole. hundred <laughs> percent. At the end of the day, I stand with Logan eternally. He's the best character. I stand with Logan too. And also so many times he starts saying something and I was like, oh, this is the part of the show where Logan loses his mind. He yep. has, you know, he's dementia riddled and it's time right. for him to retire. But then he- When he was watching ATN at the end. <laughs> Or when he was at the diner with his bodyguard. Yep, yep. I was like, oh, Logan's lost his marbles. Every time they like zoom in on him slowly when he's watching TV and he goes to call someone and he like literally can't even move his hand to call. He's like, Ugh. And he starts like, like oh. babbling something. I'm like, Logan's lost it. And then it comes out. No. And, it's and like, I say and to myself. It's like, oh, fair point. Facts. That guy <laughs> does look like a thumb. Um, I always think, I'm like, oh, this is how the show ends. He's sick. He's going to die and none of this will have mattered. Yeah. Like, how does the show end? The show is about succession. It's about, like, the line of succession. Like, does Logan die? Does he finally hand over the keys to someone? Is it one of the kids? Like, how does this show end? I think... I think the way it started, the kids come back on board and they're in line whenever Logan chooses to retire. And by the way, the whole issue with the show, the whole reason they're even fighting is because Logan won't retire because their dad won't die fast enough. Right, they're so evil, these they're kids. They're so evil. So I think it'll go back to the way that it was where the kids come over to Logan's side. They also own Pierce now. They have an even bigger empire. Right. And if you could just fucking wait for your dad to die instead of kicking him <laughs> into the grave, it will all be yours. <laughs> yeah, but which kid? That was the whole point. Oh, well, that's something they have to sort. Who's running Pierce? They still have to figure that out amongst right. themselves. Kendall, R Logan is never gonna 
choose one of them, though he should choose Roman, even though Roman is also disgusting, you have to remember. And I know. He's, but who is it no, a little disgusting? He's done some really, like, perverse stuff. Not even the Jerry pictures. Like, um, like with the girl, I forget what it was, but he's, like, he's really degrading and, like... He has some clear mental health issues. Yes, yes. But he seems <laughs> but to be the better person of the three of them. Yes, I agree. And he seems to be the one with, like, the slightest bit of family loyalty. Yes. And who do you dislike more? Shiv. Kendall or Shiv? Shiv. Shiv. I, I really, like, Kendall is far and away, like, the worst because he's also really easy to hate. But Shiv yeah, is... Yeah, but a, Kendall has been so humbled. Like, I know. But like, he killed like, it's someone. Nice when, yeah, I know. It's nice when somebody's so evil, like, gets what comes their way. Like, it's it makes them more likable yeah Shiv is just like constantly floating through life like bulldozing and no consequences no, she seriously like thinks she's morally superior to everyone and she thinks she's the smartest person like even when she was opening the door at the Pierce's house and like coming in with her new offer when she had the 10 million she had this fucking smirk on her face I just wanted to slap it off she was like 10 million <laughs> billion I like I just I really don't like her I really don't like her as well she's it's like they all got together and said how can we create the most unlikable character in the history of television and Shivroy was born <laughs> the thing is like people who watch the show like one love it and I think people I like the show a lot I think people like love Shiv that's crazy I think people are team Kendall over Logan Te- pe- people are team kids but even when it was Kendall versus Logan and the the other two were just that's insane. the other two were like working for uh Waystar Royco Logan. that's also a weird a lot to say agreed Waystar Royco they were working for the family business and still like talking to Kendall Kendall um so it was really a battle of like team Kendall or team Logan like people on this earth a lot of people were team yeah. Kendall maybe even like the majority of people yeah L to the OG, dude be the OG, and I'm still playing. So good. <laughs> that was the best part. Yeah. Dude be the OG. But it was it was terrible. It was horrifying. But somebody like Ken, like Kendall would do that, like that level of narcissism, like thinking that's a good idea. Yeah. But also like, the thing about Logan is like, even though he's so smart and this and that, it's like, he's actually not because he has nobody worthy to leave his empire to. He right. He's surrounded his, by enemies. His family. Like, so what, so, so what's all this for? That's a great But I think point. he also fostered this environment of competitiveness and like mistrusting of the, the kids. And I, I think a part of him also likes it. Yeah. He's created his own enemies, but he, he, I think he likes having enemies. Yeah, well, it keeps you on your toes. Yeah. So hopefully more happens next week because I was unsatiated. Nothing's going to happen next week or anything. But then when we watch the season finale, I think we'll be able to say what happened this season. Right, right, right. I think. I hope. A girl can dream. <laughs> A girl can dream. Um, so that's our show. Nice long one for you. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope it got you to lunch. Maybe even dinner, depending on when you're listening to this. Have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening to The Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, I already cast box, all the places. So if you listen to podcasts, find us at Toast, leave a five-star review, but a beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an incredible day. 
I'm going to see you tomorrow for Tuesday, Tuesday show. Bye. Love you. Bye.